通常我喜欢。Welcome。Welcome to conversations with Nikkei. Welcome, welcome. I see you. I see you. Wow. Instagram, welcome. Facebook, welcome. Viewers on YouTube, Periscope. Good evening, good afternoon, morning, wherever you are, um, whatever time zone you are in the world. Thank you for joining. Mhm,、mm、mhm.、Mm、yes. Thank you for your love. It's two p.m. about the east coast of the U.S. Eight p.m. in Nigeria. Seven p.m. in the U.K. I see you, <laughs> Christiana. I see you, Bisola. I can't even call names. I your. Facebook, all my Facebook friends, thank you, Facebook community. Instagram, how's it going? This song is by Nathaniel Bessie Olonwagbaye, very powerful one. Wow! 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 I can't call out your names all. Osage, <laughs> Facebook, Facebook, welcome. And we're going to jump right in now. Instagram. Welcome, Jackie Grace. Yeah, it's a great time to connect. You know, conversations with Nikkei every Thursday. Let me get this out. You know, it's a time for us to have conversation, to pray, to share. Make contributions, you know, ask questions, and help one another out.、Um, just making myself available to encourage someone、um, is part of my purpose in 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 our journey in life, you know. And times like this have been very, very, very stressful, but we thank God.、Um, Whoever thought 2020 was going to be like this,、hmm? <laughs> whoever thought, even if we saw 
a glimpse of how it will be. I'm not sure anyone saw the whole picture, COVID-19, the um, warfare in nations, communities. I mean, Nigeria is going through it. America is going through it. Tunisia, France, just various countries. Even right now, um, Ethiopia, we need to pray for Ethiopia. It's the second most, uh, is it most uh, populous country in Africa, you know, after Nigeria, yes, they're going through turmoil right now. So, Father, we just thank you. We thank you, Lord, you know, just for this opportunity to hang out with one another, with you, granting us wisdom and um, helping to, you know, lighten the burden in our journey and, um, and um, making progress and moving ahead in purpose. It's such a beautiful thing that we know we can come to him. Thank you, Lord. In Dubai, it's 11, 13 p.m. Thank you for staying on, because that's rather, rather late. Thank you for joining us all the way from Dubai. <laughs> that's somewhere we all like to visit, right? So what are we talking about today? Um, Every week, I just, you know, kind of try to trust him and say, Lord, what do we talk about? There's so much we could talk about relationships, you know, purpose, intimacy with God, career, family, so much, you know, to talk about. Yeah, 2020 is not just not the year, but we give God all the glory and it will end well by his grace. Amen. You know, it looks like it's just not the year, but, you know, you've pulled through. We're pulling through, we're pulling through. Um, some have gone, passed on to glory this year through whatever means, um, whether COVID, whether just an illness, or maybe they just slept and didn't wake up or an accident or whatever. But um, you are here, you and I, we're alive as of today. The year is coming to an end. We made it and to the glory of God, but it's because I believe there's still work for us to do. So um, those who've gone have played their part, um, lives lost during protests, during struggles, whether in Nigeria or whether in other countries, you know, um, um, those who've gone, have gone, we honor their memory and all that. But those of us who remain, we need to think deeply and say, why am I still alive? Why did I make it through COVID-19? Why have I made it to um, November? And by the grace of God, we'll make it to December and we will go into 2021. So I call this the attitude for 2021, the attitude for 2021, um, the posture. And, and that's when I say for 2021, it, then it begins right from now because we don't need to wait till December 31st you know, to begin to pray, to begin to fast, to begin to write your goals, to begin to, you know, just try and envision. Someone might say, what's the point in writing goals? We wrote goals during last year. All my goals are messed up, <laughs> you know? In 2019, you wrote goals, maybe you wrote 10 goals, maybe only one has been achieved. Or maybe even achieved almost all your 10 goals. Maybe you achieved four out of all your five goals that you wrote down, or maybe none. And you feel going into 2020, is there any point writing anytime? God, just do with me as you please, you know, or whatever. We don't need to throw our hands up in despair. While we write goals, we prayerfully let God inspire in our hearts what we should write and what we want and what he wants, especially. Um, 
but we must also have flexibility for his sovereignty and for his will and for his direction. But it doesn't mean that we should be goalless. It doesn't mean there's no point not even have any vision long term or have any vision short term, you know. Um, sometimes on some days I just feel like, look, let Jesus just come now, now, now. I'm ready. Let's just wrap this whole earth and let everything, you know. But I think that's a selfish prayer because many have still not known him. And I believe, yes, the world will end one day. Uh, the rapture will take place. And um, But before then, we keep living, we keep making progress, we keep um, reaching out to people to know him, reaching out with his love to win more people, to let him bring healing to people through us. We keep on fulfilling our purposes, whatever God has called us to do. Um, there are things he has called us to generally, to be witnesses of him, to show love to people. And then we have our specific purposes, whether you're a worship leader, you know, a music artist, whether you're a banker, whether you're a motivational speaker or preacher, you know, whether you're a coach or a lawyer, you know, then we have our, you know, specific industries um, and we should not um, be in despair, whether you're a dad or a mom, you know, or someone's spouse, we have responsibilities, you know, you're someone's daughter or son, you're a parent or you're an aunt, all these things are very important in times like this because we all need one another. You can say, oh, I'm just an aunt to, I have two nieces like that. No, it's big. It's a big deal. It's a big deal because um, you will speak into their lives. You'll come alongside their parents to encourage them. Take it seriously as an assignment. They'll say, oh, they have their moment. You know, everybody could do with any, every and any help, you know. Um, going forward into 2021 and even right from now. So I hope we're getting the gist that the attitude is not one of, um, you know, what will be, will be, or nothing is important. Everything is important. Our words are important. Our coming into community is important. Our helping one another along the way. What we say, what we do, kindness is important. Um, very important. Love is important. Patience. You know, those virtues that we've before not counted as a big deal, but now really, really, um, are really huge in times like this. So what do you guys, what, let me, let me share a bit and then I would, um, take our, you know, questions, contributions. Um, as you do for 2020, I wrote something, I wrote a few things down. And the first thing that came to my mind first was um, Thanksgiving. Um, how do I put it? Having a posture of gratitude. Yeah, or Thanksgiving. Gratitude. Don't say what's there to be thankful about. <clears throat> I'm not here to roll out predictions for 2021. So sorry. I'm here to... Um, Talk about the attitude we should have, the posture we should have, no matter what is coming, you know, uh, beautiful, ugly and all, but we pray and we believe that it will be beautiful, 2021 will be beautiful, but I always believe in being real and telling people the truth. Um, trials will come. Trials will come. The trials will continue. <laughs> you know, the set of trials you had this year may not be the set you have next year. You know, there'll be general trials in the world. Shaking. The shaking continues. 
you know, but what is your attitude? What will be your attitude and my attitude? Now that we've seen how 2020 was and we were unprepared, can we go into 2021 at least to be a bit more prepared, putting on the whole armor of God ready, you know, um, our spiritual armory and um, all of that. Um, it, it's not like thinking the worst and thinking, hey, when I wake up, what's the bad thing that will happen today? No, it's not that, but it's just being conscious, being like they say, walk, watch and pray, not just pray now, but watch, um, being alert, but at the same time, checking, uh, this is huge for me, checking to see and to be sure that your joy is in place every day, check that your joy is in place. Oh, they are doing one. There's one rumbling somewhere there now, you know, because when we look at the news many times, sometimes our joy, our happiness, you know, just goes out the window like, <sighs> I mean, if you're like me, news around the world sometimes get to me. You wonder whether am I related to the people in China? Am I related to the people in, in Ethiopia? Um, you, <laughs> that's just how I sometimes feel. I try not to get too sucked into what is happening in other parts of the world. But I find it difficult to say, okay, it's only what's happening in Nigeria and America because those are the two countries that the Lord has kind of given me. Uh, my birth country, Nigeria, the country I grew up, the country I functioned in, and of course in the U.S. where I am, have been in recent times. Um, there's a purpose. But countries outside those countries where I don't even have any relatives, when I hear of some disasters, I feel bad. I don't know about you. I feel bad. A sudden landslide, a sudden flooding and lives are lost i feel bad but i know that going into 2021 i can't afford to be sucked into those things while i would still have compassion in me and when i see such news or hear i just do it i pray for them i say lord you know take control you know and all of that but i won't let that um steal my joy because if not there'll be no joy because every day you hear one thing or the other so Checking that our joy is in place because the joy of the Lord is our strength. That's what the word of God says. And for me, it's so true. When my joy is not in place, I'm weak. There is no strength. I'm, you know, but when I remember whose I am, so I don't know about you, when I re remember whose I am, who I belong to, sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, thank you, Lord. How, how would I, how, how are people coping without him? How are people coping without a relationship with God? How are we coping without the Holy Spirit? You know, and that is why for those of us that have the Holy Spirit or at least have a relationship with God, it's not like we should force our faith on people who are not Christians or who don't profess or belong to any faith or whatever. It's not like we should force it, but it's to share with them or let our own lives, let's live our lives in such a way that they would want to um, know him. Some will say, I want to be like you. I want to be like you. I want to be, and then they will now find out that you have a secret. You have, uh, you know, apart from all your skills and your, you work hard and, you know, you do all the things uh, we need to do to make progress and have success in life, in life. They find out that you have an invisible somebody that you talk to and seems to um, carry you that extra. And, um, so we are, we, we, our lives should be read and, um, People should want to have what we have, that invisible thing, 
that relationship with our God. And that's why character is important. Kindness is important. Compassion is important. Values that attract people. Um, kindness. Stopping to help someone along the way, you know, um, is important. Customer service is important. Yes. Um, if you're selling stuff online, because we all, everything, we're all pivoted to, to online, right? Then response time is important because a great response time is love. So if you're selling anything, a great response time, it's not like someone like, oh, LinkedIn, they buy you and they go to LinkedIn, they buy, they hit you up, they send you whatever, and then it's now to 48 hours before they even get a response or, you know, no, that is not um, godly, that is not compassionate, and that is not good um, business sense. So for the people, uh, for, for those of us really in the business world, it's um, customer service, kindness, delivering what you have promised to deliver, your brand promise is love. It is love. It just shows that you care. It shows that you didn't just write it and the whole page is looking all shiny with all the color coordinations in place. But man, when they get there, there is nothing. You know, Jesus was angry when he saw the fig tree afar. And the fig tree was looking like, yes. And he was hungry. That's what the Bible says when he walked the face of the earth. And he was hungry because he was God and he was also man. But when you got close to the fig, there was nothing. He cursed the fig tree. He said, what? I was coming with great expectation. You are all like shiny. Come, come, come. And I got there. There was nothing. You won't be like that in 2021. You will deliver. You know, you will impact lives um we will impact lives um at at whatever level god has called us to it's not always in the big ways sometimes it's in the little things just those little things that make a difference you know sometimes it's in the excellent packaging right some people are huge on the package and like oh wow this thing was well wrapped this book was well um the cover is so beautiful the content is important you know, but the packaging too is, you know, so, um, so having an attitude of gratitude and I want to start from now, you know, it might be tough right now because of all that is going on, but I want to start from now. Let's not have this mentality that yes, when we turn the page, we cross over into January 1, 2021, then in, you know, it's still just another day, isn't it? It's just another day that we step into, right? So we can start from now. I want to start 2021 from now already, you know. So an attitude of gratitude, Romans 4, 20 to 21 um, says in the Passion Translation, it says, he never stopped believing God's promise for he was made strong in his faith to father a child, that's Abraham. And because he was mighty in faith, he convinced God he had and God had all the power needed to fulfill his promises. And the Bible says, Abraham glorified God. So he glorified God even when he was yet to even see the promise of, you know, the, the child that he was promised. He glorified God. So thanking him, having an attitude of gratitude for the things he's done, not just focusing on what has not been done, the things we haven't ticked off our list, but can we look at the things that, have been ticked off our list or or just even the fact that we're alive in recent times i've always liked to say this that do you know there's one goal we all did not write there's one goal we all did not write for 2020 and that goal is the goal to be alive who writes that we don't write it we just write oh you know uh, uh, um, 
like most of us Christians, we write, okay, to read the Bible, to, to be more spiritual this year, you know, to pray more, promotion on the job, I need a new house, we write all those things, um, to find my purpose, to step up to the next level, you know, to expand my ministry and my business, you know, all those things, to, to get married, the coming year to, to, we write things like that, right? But do you know that we hardly, I don't know about anyone because I never wrote those goals, like number one, to be alive, <laughs> you know? But this year, you and I, if you're in this space and we're, you're seeing me, I'm seeing you, I mean, we're, we're, we're communicating. You're alive, but you didn't write it as a goal. But now with COVID-19, we see that that is a huge goal, isn't it? So we didn't write that goal, but God did keep us alive. So. Um, I've been saying, especially in my house here, I would say, to stay alive, to stay alive. That is it, to stay alive. So you are wiping down your groceries. You are making sure you're washing your hands like six times a day. Because what? You want to stay alive. You don't want to be infected and you don't want to infect another person. So staying alive is big because someone that is alive that can go to work, that can help other people, that can buy land, buy a car, that can witness to others, that can, you know, do the things, uh, make progress in life. So staying alive is a big deal. So um, we're grateful for being alive. So that's the first thing, grateful for being alive. And I would also say closely to that quickly is just to trust, have that attitude of trust. You know, last Thursday, if you were not here, you, you can go and listen to it. It's all there on the various platforms, IGTV, YouTube. We talked about overcoming anxiety and that was huge um the lord really gave us a lot of tips um there so trusting him because worry won't cause us progress so to have the attitude of trust you know he won't fail us he said i am the lord and i do not change that is why the descendants of Jacob are not destroyed. He does not change. The world may change, but he does not change. His love for us is everlasting. And we have to know that personally. For me, having a trust, being rooted, but I'm still, it's not like my roots, my roots still have to go deeper. But anchoring my life and my mentality in the love of God has helped me through the years. It has helped me. And when things happen and I'm shaken, but when I remember the love of God, I just say, thank you, Lord. It helps me to trust because I know he's a good God. So trusting God is so important for us in 2021 going forward, right? So trusting him, being grace, grateful, yes, thank you. Having a posture of trusting God, having a posture of gratitude, um, right from now, um, I know sometimes people say, why God, why? And then there's a new one I see now on social media when people type in comments and someone is sharing a testimony or, or um, maybe they're showing up and they're just talking about something that positive that has just happened to them, you know, or something. I see people type things like, what, when God, when, when, you know, it's almost like, when, when will you do my own? When will it be my turn, you know? So, um, so when you say when God went, say it with a positive attitude, not with despair, knowing that he's a faithful God, he's not partial, it will be your turn as well. You will enjoy his goodness. And indeed, we're enjoying his goodness. If you can take a deep breath in and breathe out, 
that is the goodness of God, my friends. <laughs> it is the goodness of God. Thank you, Lord. So we're moving along. For the coming year, I want you to expect divine guidance. I expect it. I always expect to be guided divinely. Um, it's not like I won't do my part. It's not like I won't um, wake up, pray, meditate, um, um, put in my exercise, exercise my body when I need to. Okay, I'm not always faithful every day to exercise. Um, it's not like I won't make breakfast. But expecting to be guided doesn't mean that before you make your breakfast, you're like, ah, oh, God, what should I eat? No, go and make something. Have a timetable or know what is healthy, you know? But I'm just saying that expectation um, in the, in, in weightier things like, should I not say, you're eating the right things is weighty, but the people have put in the work already for the healthy things that we should eat, right? But being guided, um, what line of business to continue in or to uh, change to? Um, if someone loses their job, for example, okay, not you, not you, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying, if somebody out there, right? Mm -hmm. Because this is the reality of life. I won't say nobody will lose their job. Nobody will ever lose their, you know, the reality is. I'm praying you won't lose your job, but sometimes when you lose your job, it's a blessing in disguise, right? So if you lose your job, um, to expect to be divinely guided to what to do next. Apply for another job, a bigger one, better one, or um, start your own business. So divine guidance is needed in things like that. Divine guidance is needed for who to marry. Apart from that, yes, open your eyes, shine your eyes, but you also need the guidance. God's guidance. So expect to be guided. Psalm 23. He leads us in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You know, his, his rod and staff, they comfort us. They guide us. The rod and the, the staff of the shepherd, um, they use it to guide and keep the sheep in line and guide them in the way they should go. So the Lord is our shepherd and we are the sheep. So Expect if you don't expect guidance, you probably may not be conscious or know when he's really, you know, guiding or leading you. He guided Abraham, he said, Leave your country, your relatives. That's in Genesis 12 1. Leave your father's land, your family, and go to a land I will show you. And the word Bible says, And Abraham left. So it's one thing to hear the word. So a lot of us are like, I have the word of God, I have the revelation. What have you done with it? What have you done with the last instruction? And you're still wanting more. Oh, what is the prophetic word? And all the prophecies for 2021. Sorry, I don't have 50 prophecies for 2021. <laughs> you know, But I do know that. I can tell you that. Expect him to guide you. You're his child. Expect him to lead you. Expect to hear his voice. Expect to know. Expect to have that nudging on the inside. Expect to have those red lights, those red flags, when you're going where you should not go, in the direction that you should not go. Okay? Because those who he's guiding, they don't have two heads. Yes, they want to be guided, and they're those who really have a strong prophetic gift upon their lives. Yes, and I know I do operate in the prophetic, 
But sometimes there's some things you hear you are not allowed to say and just come and declare like that because it's not a blanket thing for everybody. So in 2021, tell yourself that I, I will be guided by God and I will not be confused by many voices that are out there. This prophet is saying this, this prophet is saying this, looking around, going to Rio, okay, going to the social media pages of prophet, this, what is this person say, prophet, this, what is, and then we're now confused at the end of the day because sometimes some prophets are saying the same thing and apostles and, you know, leaders in the body of Christ or, you know, whatever, different giftings we have. And then sometimes at the end of the day, some of us are confused because you're like, which one do I believe? So in 2021, tell yourself, God, me say a prophet make me you know i am your child let me hear your voice and let me be guided by you therefore 2021 will not be a year of confusion for you this is what i desire for you and i know this is what god um, wants for you and closely linked to that is to pray for revelation to birth faith that's number four romans 10 17 i'll read it in the nlt it says so faith comes by hearing and hearing um, news about Christ. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. Faith comes by hearing the news about Christ, about God. Faith comes. So if you want your faith to be strong in the coming year, and even right from now, let's just believe right now, okay, there's no boundary between now and 2021, right? But we want to start now. Um, so how do we increase our faith? We pray, we read the word of God, we meditate. And as we meditate, as you read God's word, God will highlight what is for you. Even if you're listening to preachers, you know, on YouTube or you're listening to, not every preacher will speak into your life at every point in time. But sometimes you can listen to a preacher and something strikes you like, ah, that is for me. When you're reading the word of God, you're reading and the part of it just pops out and becomes real to you. Hold on to it. It's a revelation. It's a rema word. Jot things down. Journal. Journal. Don't just say, oh, I will remember. No. Write things down. Type things down in your phone. Or if you like to use a hard copy, you know, pen and, and book, um, notebook or diary. Write things down so you don't forget. Refuse to worry. I've said that. And we can go to last week's, you know, uh, Matthew 6, 31 says, so don't worry about things. What will we eat? What will we drink? And don't let these things dominate your thoughts. Your heavenly father knows what you need. Seek first the kingdom of God above all, and he will give you everything you need. This does not mean we should not work, but this means we should seek his kingdom. We should put him first. We should be mindful of him. Um, you're a banker or you are a baker. You have your restaurant. You, I think seeking first the kingdom of God is having that mentality that um, the, not the mentality of just a banker here. You give people their money, advise them on what shares to buy and stocks, uh, you know, and, you know, do their transfers for them and all of that. No, do that, but have the mentality that by helping them, you're also adding to their lives. You're not subtracting from their lives. So, and in your conversations with them, like I said earlier on, let it be impactful. Um, so have this mentality This is that you're fronting for God. That is the mentality I have. But it's easy for you to say, okay, you're a pastor, you're a minister, you know, in that sense. 
um, yeah, but many times I still see myself as a regular person, you know. Um, um, so on your your jobs that don't look ministerial in quote, know that you're still a minister. Know that you are fronting for him. Know that you are you are like his embassy, you know, um, representing him in every way. And so he says, don't worry about tomorrow. Today's trouble is not for a day. So while we have goals and all of that, let's take one day at a time. I think that's it. I'm telling you, the past few months, especially in the past two months for me, it's been literally when I wake up, I'm like, okay, Lord, what's the job description for today? <laughs> because you just don't know what you will hear, what would, you know, um, come your way. And that curveball and it's like, oh my God, what is this again? You know, so it's literally been while I have my goals, I'm living one day at a time. And sometimes for some of us, no two days are the same. And so I think that's the flexibility with which we will move in 2021. Um, you have your goals, you have your structure. I know for those of you who are, who are very, very structured, because we all have different personalities, introverts, extroverts, some like are highly structured. Some of us like structure, but hmm, with a little bit of flexibility, you know, kind of um, give room for him to move, give room for him to alter your plans, even though you've written out your plans, make, give a little room. And I think we'll be able to enjoy the, the, the coming year. And even right from now, much better. Um, so again, I've said this before, set goals, but set it based on what he shows you. Again, Habakkuk 2, 1 to 2, he says, I will st stand my watch and set myself on the rampart and see what he will say to me and what I will answer. And the Lord said to him, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. Write the vision. I think I already said that before without reading the scripture. Journal, write it. Any thought that comes to you, write it. If the thought is not for you or if it's not something you should pursue, go back to your notebook and cancel it. Because it's between you and God and your notebook, right? Nobody else is looking at it or your um, phone where you have the notes uh, section. I use that a lot. I have my notes right here. and I have my Bible app here as well. So you write it and then you can co go back and clarify it and say, ah, okay, Lord, when will this vision come to pass? When will this go? I thought you inspired it in my heart. You, know, you can always go back to it. And if it was just your plain flesh and it was not, you will know eventually and, you know, just knock it out. So, so, so important. This, I know this seem very simple. They look like simple tips. Sorry, I don't have any high sounding prophecy, <laughs> you know, but if you know me, it's in the, keeping it real is in the simplicity that you even maybe go back and listen and you realize that these are deep gems. Okay. These are very um, very practical things that I'm sharing. They may not sound very deep. You know, okay, not every time deep, deep things, okay? But sometimes simple, practical. Jesus always shared stories. He always, the Bible said, you know, always uh, there's a place in the Bible uh, that we say every now and then, even not just once that. And the common people heard him gladly. The common people, they understood him. They weren't going to try and be, be looking for dictionary to say, hey, so what is the meaning of that word? That they won't say this is grammar is beyond our head. No, he used simple languages. He, he used a simple language, you know, stories of the sower, farmers, planting, dropping seed, you know, fishermen. The, those were their popular um, um, careers. 
that they did in, in, in those days. You use simple, very simple language. So I believe in simplicity. There's no point anybody say, ah, that was a powerful rep. She said, what was it again? No. And then they're like, we can't even remember. <laughs> you know, what is the point in confusing people? So, and then there's, there's one that I want to share with us. Lastly, um, yeah, comment, comment, comment. Let God alter your plans. Thank you for those who are typing those points out. There's one I want to share. And um, it's not something, it's not something very sweet, okay? But it came to me as I prepared for this. And maybe it's just for me. Uh, maybe it's just for me because I have noted it down. But one or two people might... Um, this might be useful for you going forward. And it's from Luke chapter 22. And I'm going to read verse 1 and verse 3 and 3 to 6. Um, the message translation. It says, as the celebration of the Passover lamb was approaching, the Jewish religious leaders and scholars of the law continually schemed to find a way to murder Jesus without starting a riot, for they feared the crowds. At that time, Satan himself entered into Judas, the locksmith, who was one of the 12 disciples. So Judas had his own career before God, um, Jesus called him to come and be one of the disciples. He was a locksmith. And then he says he secretly that's Judas, went to the religious hierarchy and captains of the temple, of the temple guards, to discuss with them how he would betray Jesus and turn him over to their hands. The religious hierarchy was elated over Judas' Judas's treachery. That caught my attention. What? They were elated. <sighs> And they agreed to give him a sum of money in exchange for Jesus's betrayal. He was one of the 12. But Satan filled his heart. You know, we knew that, yes, Jesus would go to the cross. Somehow, somehow he would die because he knew that was his purpose, to come and lay down his life. Must there have been someone to betray him? Must there have been? If there was no one to betray him, don't you think that there? I think that there would have come a time where Jesus was okay. The soldiers want to capture him, and even if they weren't sure who he was, he would step out and say, "Okay, it's me. It's not Peter." Maybe they're about to take Peter, and then he'll say, "No, you got the wrong guy. It's actually me." He surrender himself, right? Because even when they caught him. Even when Judas betrayed him and Peter took a sword and slashed the air of one of the soldiers, Jesus said, no, he fixed it back and he said, no, no, don't be angry. Don't just let it happen. This is right in line with God's purpose. But I don't know whether someone really had to betray him and why did he have to be Judas? Why does he have to be you? In the office, in the organization, fight, fight, fight. Why must it be you? You know, why must the offense always come through you? Why must you, sorry, I don't mean you here. I mean, whoever went listen after now. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. And I'm speaking to myself as well. I'm also preaching to myself that why must it be through you that the offense must come? 
So that's what I've always, people may think that hey, someone had to betray him and he had to be Judas. Why did he have to be Judas? Why did he have to be the weak link? Why must it be him? Why couldn't they have approached him and he's like, no way. Mm -mm. My loyalty to Jesus, mm -mm. no way. Don't even, don't even bring that around me. You know, there's some things going into 2021 and even now that people should not be able to bring around you. Bribe you for what, uh, um, 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 you know, um, cause you to do what uh, is not in line with the values of Jesus, you know. Um, even gossip. Some people should not feel comfortable gossiping around you or with you, you know, or to an extent. Um, it's not that you're not real, but okay, there's some things, okay, this, this, that, but it gets to a point where, you know, you're like, mm -mm, you know what, no. I can't. But some of us sometimes with all glee and all, ah, tell me, ah, now, wow, that get, you know, those things, please, let's do away with things like that <laughs> going into 2020. But this was more than gossip. Judas actually, you know, and Jesus knew. Remember the last supper and he, 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 he knew Jesus, Jesus was like fidgeting and he said, guy, Whatever, you go and do quickly what you have to do. The other disciples didn't know what Jesus was talking about, but Jesus knew. And Jesus still went. He didn't even think, ah, this man has one. He can see through me. No, he still went. So in 2021, you will not be the betrayer. And the people said, amen. I will not be the betrayer. <laughs> you will not be the betrayer. But, um... So that's one side, but apart from that is, um, I won't say expect to be betrayed, but um, don't be shocked if you are, do you understand? So this is not for everybody, this is for me. And I just thought to add that for someone who might need it, I pray you won't need it, but be woke, be discerning. Huh. That's what we're gonna pray before we close. Discernment. Is that one thing we're going to pray for, for 2021? And so if you are discerning, Jesus knew and he discerned that Jesus, Judas was going to betray him, but he didn't stop him. He didn't stop him because he thought, okay, fine. I mean, hasten it so that, I mean, just make it easy for me because I know I'm supposed to lay down my life and die for, you know, that's what I came to do, you know, but, um, so it doesn't mean that God is saying to you that if you know who's going to betray you, allow them or, you know, whatever. And oh, he might even just say, be patient. Be patient. You know that friend is not a good friend, but God might just say, be patient. Don't write him off yet or don't write him off. Or, or it might just be like, just keep your distance. Keep your distance. You know, so discernment is very, very important, even right from now and for the year ahead. So that was Luke 22 verses 1. 3 to 6, or verses 1 to 6. Let's just say verses 1 to 6. So, um, okay, so the religious hierarchy were elated over Jesus, Judas' treachery. They agreed to give him a sum of money in exchange for Jesus' betrayal. And Judas vowed, that's verse 6, Judas vowed that he will find them a suitable opportunity to betray Jesus when he was away from the crowd. He will find them a conducive. Ah! Can you imagine that phone call that, you know, um, even just recently for this NSAS, was it just a few days ago that I was 
seen online an interview of a young lady whose brother was um, kind of arrested or kind of, you know, uh, by the, the government um, in Lagos, Lagos State, um, because they said he was one of the NSAS protesters, you know, and all of that, and they're going about picking people up, which I don't, I mean, I don't think that's, that's not right. But this lady was narrating that um, their father is a pastor, and uh, so she got a call, I think, on a Sunday. And these people had gone to, these two guys had gone to the church. She was not there, but because that was the old venue, and then they called her, and they said, oh, where you? We have a package for your brother. And she was like, ah, whatever. She agreed to then meet them at a particular spot. And they were saying, she, she was saying, that name does it. Ah, where are you? Do you remember? Ah, your church members now, your daddy's church members. She was saying that that name didn't ring the bell. But she just thought, eh, do I know all my dad's church members? Do I know? So, you know, <laughs> I flowed along even when I saw them. She said, they look suspicious. And they said, eh, uh, my, your brother had a business deal with us and he didn't deliver. But da, da, da. And she said, my brother is a philanthropist. He's not a business owner. This is what he does. He, he's a philanthropist and a music artist, you know. But... Before she could say Jack Robinson, you know, two or three buses just pulled up and then they, they pulled her in and they were like, you know, she, so she had to take them to her house where her brother was and then they took her brother away. So I just listened to that. But what I'm just saying is that that was, you know, those two guys that approached her were some kind of betrayal. They, they were the ones that found the conducive opportunity for these people to come and pick up her brother to go to be arrested, you know, and go for questioning and whatever. And I don't know what's become of him now. I believe that they will release him. I believe that they would have to questioning and all of that. But I'm just, I just, I'm just, I just painted that scenario because those two guys were the, <laughs> they were the betrayers or they were the ones used and they had her phone number and they created the opportunity for these people to come and pick up her brother. So I pray and I, that, we will not be the weak link for anyone's um, whatever. Um, we will not be the one that will have to betray anyone. And also, um, you will not fall for betrayal. You will not fall for... They won't find you when they're looking for you. When they, they, the, the, the scripture says, the, the rod of the wicked shall not rest upon the lot of the righteous. Yes, lest the righteous put forth his hand to iniquity. Every evil eye that looks upon you, they will not see you. They will not find you. They will not find your children. In the name of Jesus, you, we will be kept safe in him. I always I imagine that I'm the apple of God's eye, right? We are the apple of his eye. I am the apple of his eye. <laughs> and um, so I sometimes, I don't always remember that, but sometimes I remember that, wait, I shouldn't be afraid to touch me. Then you have to touch God. You have to poke God in the eye, you know? And it says also that we're engraved in the palm of his hand. And so when you imagine that I'm in God's palms and God is, if God does like this and I'm his wife, who is going to come and open his palm, his fingers to get me out, to pluck me from his hand. So no need for fear, no need for walking around in suspicion. I'm not saying in 2021, be suspicious of everybody. Look through your list of friends and say, mm -hmm, who is going to betray me this year? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that. Be discerning and pay attention to thoughts that come to you. Don't throw away. 
things easily. I'm someone that easily believe the best about everyone I used to, and I still try to. But um, I've changed a little bit, a little bit of my posture. And it's not that I've now become harsh, but I've become woke, like alert. Because it says, it doesn't say pray, it says watch and pray. So I've become more discerning and, you know, if you love the prophetic like me, I like the prophetic, I like the gifts of, I always, I've shared before that when I was back in school in my college days, I say, God, give me, I want to operate in all the nine gifts of the spirit, word of wisdom, word of prophecy, discerning of spirits, gifts of healing, prophecy, interpretation of tongues, you know, nine. Hello, how about the nine gifts? How, nine fruit of the spirit, love, patience, long-suffering, kindness. <laughs> Convert those ones first, more than, but the gift of discernment is one that I think in days that we are in now, covet it. Of course, God says when you ask for this gift, the greatest is love. Ask for love, love, hope, and faith. And the greatest is love. When you ask for spiritual gifts, do not operate spiritual gifts outside his love. I'm telling you, do not. Because for me, I don't, I mean, yes, we could prophesy things that are not, very palatable, like doom, doom, and gloom. But the God that I know, prophecy is also for edification and exhortation. It will lift you up. It will build you up also in a way. You won't just receive a prophecy and you are sad. There will still always be the side where God will say, nevertheless, this, 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 this. Nevertheless, if they turn to me, if they repent to me, I temper mercy with judgment. You know, those kind of things. So, but for me in this season is discernment, discernment. So I want us to pray for the gift of discernment. How many people want that gift of discernment or just have that attitude of discernment? I'm not saying gift of suspicion, no, but to be discerning over your children, over your, you know, maybe you just feel, you just wake up and you just, you, you just feel like they shouldn't go to school today. And you know, they should be in school, but you just don't have that peace that they should go to school. But on a normal day, they go to school, they're all dressed, but you don't have that peace that should go to school on this particular day. Please follow your intuition. Especially women, we have this gift of intuition. We're not maximizing it. We're not leveraging it. And men too. Follow it. Don't just say, ah, no, they have to go to school. Ah, to miss school. To No. It might be the Lord warning you about danger that is ahead. Or you're driving... Normally, this is your route to, to work and everything. And what you just feel today, no, I'm going to take another. Follow that voice. Just take another way just for that day, just because it occurred to you. So discernment, that's, that's how it works. It's not something very overt. You won't hear a loud voice. You will just know. You just feel differently. You just be able to sense something, you know, is off. Follow your intuition. So Father, in Jesus' name, um, let's pray for discernment. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray for discernment. Thank you, Lord. I'm trying to see the comments. Thank you for, yes, one said, yes, joy, fill us with joy, guidance, and all of that. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we pray for discernment. We thank you, Lord, for all that we've shared. We thank you for giving us insight into our attitude and our posture for 2021 and even right from now right from now because it's countdown to 2021 there there really isn't any boundary but father we ask 
in one accord. We ask for the gift of discernment. We ask for the spirit of discernment. We ask for the attitude of discernment. We ask that we will not just go on living our lives, you know, like simpletons and without wisdom and just going and taking what comes um, and downplaying and belittling things that we really should pay attention to. Lord, grant us that gift of discernment. And for everyone listening under the sound of my voice, joining in this prayer, grant us that gift of discernment. Help us to be discerning, not suspicious, being loving, being kind, um, but being discerning. To be able to, to go where we should go and not be where we should not be. Let our steps be ordered by you all the time. Father, every waking moment, order our conversations aright also, Father, in Jesus' name. Um, move far away from us those and things, those habits and things, and people who are not even um, healthy for our purpose going forward. Bring into our community, bring into close range those people that should be in our circle, those who we should be closest to those who we should witness to, those who we should reach out to. Give us the grace to reach out to those who are unloved, those who don't look like it, those who don't look um, lovable. Um, while being discerning, let your love flow abundantly, um, even from our hearts, oh God, to everyone. Thank you, Father. Thank you for hearing our prayers. Thank you for giving us the gift of discernment. And um, help us, Lord, as we go forward into 2021, right from now, to begin to prepare, to have our goals, inspire in our hearts what we should write, inspire in our hearts what we should expect, inspire in our hearts, oh God, whether we should, you know, how we should be battle-ready, prayerful, loving, kind, um, stepping up in our work ethics and all that is needed for 2021, oh God. Being conscious also that... Um, um, that, that, that we're, and we are in the end times, Father God, and we know. Being conscious of that also, purifying our hearts, oh God, knowing that um, you are indeed coming for a glorious church. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Heal everyone that is sick. Heal everyone and bring into um, our lives all that we need and much more. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Friends, how are you? In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, Miss Magic, I see you, Miss Allah. <laughs> um, you have that grace, but you're not operating fully in it. Amen. May you now begin to operate fully in it. Yep. Yeah, listen to your inner voice. That's how someone said, how can I receive it? Listen to your inner voice. And we prayed for it. And for time to time, pray for it. I mean, thank God for it. Lord, help me to be discerning. It's not anything to feel stuck about you know spiritual eyes and spiritual ears exactly yep 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 thank you i'm looking at my friends on instagram thank you anyone have any question amen facebook <laughs> i can see you sister jerry dyer you said there are betrayers everywhere I mean, we never be used to it that's true you know I know that was a bit of a hard word, but I received that for myself. And I just thought to share with you. Someone said, yeah, discernment, amen, discernment, amen. My London folks, my UK folks, how's the lockdown going? Then the second wave or whatever they call it, or how's the lockdown going? Mm, it is well. Lock into God's word. Lock into it. Great, 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 great. 
Alrighty. So I'm signing out. God bless you till I come your way again by the grace of God. Um, same time next Thursday. Keep shining. Um, keep being a blessing. Breathe. Love yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. Give yourself also. You know, um, just love on yourself. You know, the Bible says love your neighbor as yourself. So if you don't love yourself, how can you love others? If I don't love myself, how can I love others? Actually, how? You have permission to love yourself. Please be kind to yourself. Hmm? Be kind to yourself. Then you'll be able to, out of that overflow, extend that kindness to others. If you're harsh on yourself, you'll be harsh on others. I'm telling you. I just saw something now that's giving. It's been really tough and rough this year. I buried a third family member today, but God is on the throne. Wow. So sorry in Bay on Facebook. So sorry. This is tough and this is huge. So sorry about that. A third family member today. We pray for you in Jesus' name for strength, for healing in your heart, for healing for your entire family. I stand in agreement with you that no one will die again. In Jesus' name, may the Lord comfort you, strengthen you, you and your family. And in 2021, you will enjoy the peace of God and the healing of God. It is well with you. Thank you for even finding time to even still come in, in, into this place today, in spite of all that has happened. Okay, so friends, it's bye for now. I'm signing out. See you next time.